good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is, it's a great day to be serving the Lord. Welcome to the Go Ye There podcast. I'm your host, Leland Johnson, and we are so glad to have you joining with us. Marriage is tough for anybody. Marriages in the ministry, tougher. Marriages for those in the ministry on the mission field, well, let's head into the open. Can you imagine living in the Garden of Eden? Perfect peace, perfect communion with God, and the perfect marriage. I always like to use my imagination when I'm reading my Bible to picture what's happening in the moment. When I read Genesis chapter number 3, one mental picture always stands out to me. In verse 11, God says, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Adam responds, The woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. I can just imagine the look of anger and betrayal in Eve's eyes when she turned from looking towards God to glaring at Adam. After living in perfect harmony for some time, it was the first time that she had ever been betrayed, and she learned very quickly that it was literally every man for himself. And since Eve is the mother of all women, I'm certain that she never let him live that down. I mean, can you imagine 925 years later still hearing Eve say, oh, there you go again, blaming me, just like you did that day in the garden? I mean, after all, divorce was out of the question. I mean, who else could you marry? And what judge could annul a marriage performed by God? In today's episode, we're going to talk with Dr. Bud Stedman, the executive director of Baptist World Missions. He's going to talk with us about some of the struggles that we face in our marriages and how to avoid them. Let's get started. Dr. Bud Stedman has served as the executive director of Baptist World Missions for nine years. Baptist World Missions serves almost 300 adult missionaries serving in over 48 countries on almost every continent. Dr. Stedman, it is so great to have you with us today. Thank you. It's a privilege to be here and uh, to be able to share with the missionaries uh, listening. Dr. Stedman, let me start off by asking you. What types of marital issues can missionaries expect that may be different from a regular couple's marital issues that they experience? One of the things that is very common in my experience with our missionary family is that the cross-cultural adjustment for the couple in their marriage is probably one of the major issues that they face, especially their first time going to the field. Uh, there are things like language acquisition that create challenges for them, especially many times for the wife. If she doesn't get the language uh, quickly, uh, isn't prepared adequately, she can struggle with relationships, shopping, and those come back to the marriage relationship. And even things like privacy. We had a missionary a number of years ago that was new to the field, and they said the first morning they woke up in their home, it was in Africa, uh, the sun was coming in through the window, but also looking through the window were many eyes that were 
wondering about these uh, new white missionaries that had come. And that was very difficult for the wife in that situation, especially the loss of that privacy. So I would say that the cross-cultural adjustments are one of the things that uh, couples will struggle with relating to marriage issues. I think also the adjustment to surviving in many parts of the world where there is what I would call a daily commerce society. That is, you know, a wife who grew up in the United States, perhaps used to shopping once a week, having a refrigerator and a freezer, now has to do her shopping daily, uh, daily food prep. Uh, living is just a struggle. And those stresses are brought to, obviously, the marriage relationship and need to be solved. Probably the one that is the biggest or different than here in the United States is the cultural adjustment of the children in what has commonly been called third culture kids. There are issues relating to young people and uh, the rearing of those young people on a foreign field that puts stress on a marriage. Uh, children dealing with loneliness, uh, where do they belong? We even had one of our missionary families that had one of their little girls uh, at a very early age proposed to for uh, becoming a child bride, and the parents uh, struggled greatly with that. So I believe that the big differences would be those cross-cultural adjustments. And the solution, of course, is that they be well-prepared in understanding what's involved, working toward dealing with those situations ahead of time, so that when they come to them, they can biblically address them on the field. What do you do? Because you talked about that marriage relationship and how it can be more difficult for one of the two involved, depending on language learning and things along those lines. What exactly do you do when one spouse is doing well and the other really isn't? In my experience, many times when one spouse is doing really well and the other isn't, it's very often the wife who is struggling because of the nature of the call to the field and the leadership in going to the field. It is obviously the responsibility of the man as the head of the home to sense the call of God to the mission field. And the wife uh, certainly follows her husband in responding to what God has. So I, I would like to assume at this point that the husband is doing really well, but the wife is struggling, which is by far the most common occurrence. And in that case, I would suggest that the couple back up and together reaffirm the call of God. The wife needs to be convinced, as the husband is, that God has called them there. You know, if a couple goes to the mission field because of a burden but doesn't have a call from God, they will probably leave the field in short order because a burden can change. Uh, people do not receive them well, and the burden is lost. But if you have a call from God and you know that God has put you there, both husband and wife, it will be an anchor in those storms that come when one of the spouses is struggling. I would say also that uh, the couple would need to back up and reaffirm their commitment to biblical truth, biblical relationships, biblical responses, the issues of faith. You know, many times when you're dealing with a major cultural adjustment, it comes down to an issue of faith rather than sight. Uh, you know, you see the ugly sights, you, you smell the ugly smells, you deal with things that you weren't prepared for and you struggle. So you back up and reaffirm what biblical commitment is, biblical response, biblical relationship. And then I would say beyond that, uh, the one that is doing well, let's assume it's the husband, needs to give lots of love and support and patience uh, to the one who's struggling. You know, 1 Peter 3, 7 is clear that 
Uh, the husband, who is the leader of the home, is to dwell with his wife according to knowledge as the weaker vessel. And so the wrong response of the missionary husband is to blame his wife, to criticize his wife, to threaten his wife that, you know, you're going to take us off the field and out of the will of God. No, he needs to respond with love and patience and support, you know, and back up and talk about the call of God and the commitment to biblical truth and uh, seek to lead his spouse to the point of of coming to that point of surrender and faith and victory over those very real struggles. So I would say that as men in particular, but with any couples, sometimes we're not exactly as understanding as we need to be. We don't always display that Christ-like attitude towards the other spouse. So even though nobody really likes to think about the thought of getting help, how do you know when it's time to get some counseling? You know, it is always right to talk to your pastor. And I believe that every missionary, biblically, uh, Acts chapter 13, should have a sending church and a sending pastor with whom they have a very strong, vital relationship. And it is always appropriate for a missionary to uh, speak with their sending pastor. Our structure here at Baptist World Mission, we use the administrator model. Each of our missionaries has an administrator that uh, communicates with them very faithfully, reads their prayer letters, uh, works with their sending pastor in accountability. And it's always right and good to talk to your administrator. We, we encourage that. So the key, I believe, is the, it's always the right time when there are questions, struggles, to reach out to those key accountability partners that God has placed in your life. And then when the pastor or an administrator who is an authority figure in the life of the missionary, can suggest counseling, encourage counseling. I think that's the time to do it. You know, in paralleling it with our personal walk with the Lord, not every struggle that we have as individual believers is shared with our spouse. Uh, You know, there are things that we struggle with that we go to the Lord and we confess and uh, forsake and we memorize Scripture and we gain the victory and we don't put that burden on our spouse. The same thing I think is true of a couple. There are burdens and failures and struggles that a couple have that they don't share with others. They they work it out together on their knees before God. It's the principle there. The scripture talks about in James that uh, you uh, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And then he says, bear your own burden. uh, We're to bear our own burden, our own backpack as an individual, also as a couple. But then when the burden becomes an overwhelming boulder, we bear one another's burdens, and that's the time to get counseling. And I think uh, communicating with a pastor, communicating with an administrator about the needs will help give them guidance. You know, Dr. Stedman, I I would say that every missionary man would stand up and preach and would say, hey, listen, it's God first, then it's my family, then it's the ministry, because without my family, I don't have a ministry. And that sounds really good in theory. It's a really spiritual thing to say. But how does a missionary make that become more than just a statement and actually make it into a reality? First of all, the missionary has got to be convinced that that is the order. Uh, Years ago, you're well aware that uh, some in fundamentalism preached, uh, you take care of God's business, God will take care of your family, which was a totally uh, fallacious statement uh, from a biblical standpoint. 
So we do have to be convinced of, of the priority order. And it is a priority. Uh, and the way you deal with priorities is to have a disciplined structure in your life and making those priorities daily practical priorities. One of the problems of living on the mission field, especially if it's a third world or worse environment, is that it's very difficult at times to have structured priorities because there are so many demands being placed on the missionary's life. It's those people looking in the window when the missionary opens his eyes in the morning and they have demands. So what the missionary has to do is is to be organized, to uh, have priorities in place that are understood, and of course, that is first of all his priority to walk with God. A missionary needs to have a daily, vital, quiet time with God. Now, I'm a morning person. I wake up, I'm ready to go, I'm excited about the day, so I have my devotions in the morning. I have other family members who are not morning people, and they really don't even act alive before they've had a cup of coffee. Well, I would suggest maybe they have that cup of coffee or even wait until a little later in the morning to have their quiet time when they're awake. So the key is to uh, organize and prioritize your walk with God. The same thing is true relating to your family. When I was pastoring in Indiana for many years, we had a large staff and a large church, and I expected my assistant pastors to take their day off. Uh, Many demands in our ministry, but they had to prioritize that. So they had a day off with their family. Uh, I expected them to take vacations to recharge their batteries with their family. And uh, we, we believe that for our missionaries at BWM. In our principles and policies, which is our guiding document, other than, of course, the authority of the scriptures, but the practical document gives our missionaries four weeks of vacation uh, each year. And we encourage the missionaries to try to go to another town, to go to a nearby country if they can, to get away from the demands and, and recharge their batteries. But I think probably one of the most important things that I could say is that, and, and I did this as a pastor for many years becoming with, before becoming with Baptist World, and that is, you know, minister as a family. Involve your children and your wife in your ministry uh, personally. When we had small children in our home and I was pastoring, I would take one of the children with me on visitation. I would also take my wife. And But uh, it was very common for me to take one of the children. We would go make some calls, and then we would go out for ice cream. Now, to be frank, in the beginning, they weren't as excited about the calls as they were about the ice cream. But eventually, they learned the joy of ministering with their with their dad. And so involving your family in ministry, rather than making that dichotomy, will help you to keep the priority of God, family, and ministry. Dr. Stidman, that is terrific information. Thank you so much for taking the time to share it. I know that it's going to be a blessing to the missionaries that we have listening. And if we can do anything to keep one more family strong in God's Word and serving on the field, that's our goal. So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for the opportunity. Marriage is not easy by any means. But I don't believe that being in ministry or going to the mission field can ever ruin a marriage. Statistics tell us that the percentage of marriages that stay together are a little above 50-50, and that's even among Christians. However, a study done of over a 1,000 pastors and former pastors found that about 40% of them were either divorced or were in the process of a divorce. 
This means that people in ministry actually fare better than the normal Christian when it comes to marriage. I said a moment ago that I don't believe that being in ministry or going to the mission field can ever ruin a marriage. I believe that it can only expose the cracks that already exist. If you're a couple that's coming straight out of seminary, getting married, and starting on deputation, you may think that deputation is the reason for your problems. But if you're a newly married wife on deputation, and you're frustrated because your husband doesn't work at setting meetings as hard as you think he should, the problem isn't deputation. And you can't just assume that the underlying issue is going to go away when you get to the field, because it probably won't. Another example, if you're a pastor who God calls to the field, and all of a sudden you're surprised by the problems that deputation is creating in your marriage, don't be. When we started deputation, I thought our marriage was pretty good. Not, not perfect, but pretty good. All of a sudden, on deputation, we were experiencing a lot more problems than we had in the past. You know, I quickly realized that when I was working a job and then pastoring, I was out of the house all day. And then most of the time that we spent together was in the evenings. But after starting deputation, we were three feet away from each other, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Problems that were there in the past that weren't really a big deal became magnified. Even now on the field, I'm at home a lot more during the day than I used to be in the past. This creates more opportunities for that friction, and we just have to trust God to teach us how to deal with that as we move through different stages of our lives. Let me share one more statistic about pastors that blew me away. Of the 1,050 pastors surveyed, 808 of them, or 77%, felt that they did not have a good marriage. That's stunning to me. For whatever reason, this seems to be an area in which many of us are struggling. A lot of times we feel like we're the only person facing problems in our marriage, and that stops us from ever talking to anyone else or trying to get help because we think that we're going to be seen as a problem. But based on this survey, a lot of people in ministry struggle with marriage, and there's nothing wrong with reaching out to someone and trying to get a little bit of help to help get you through the particularly difficult times. But most of all, the first thing that we need to do is pray and ask God to strengthen our marriages and to help us do the things that we teach to others that are so important to do. As missionaries, we have to put particular focus on our marriage and on strengthening our marriage so that we can see God work in the ministries that he's called us to. In our next show, we're going to reset the topic of marriage and come at it from a different direction. But before we go, let me just remind you to tell other missionaries about our show. We're adding new listeners each week, and we're always glad to have you with us. Maybe you know a missionary that says, hey, I don't know anything about a podcast, and I certainly don't know how to listen to one. 
Just let them know that all that they have to do is visit our website at www.goyethere.com. And from there, they can listen to all of our past episodes. They can sign up to receive email notifications each time a new show is released. And from there, they can also find links to our Facebook and Twitter page. Even if they don't know anything about a podcast, all they have to do is visit our website. And just about everybody knows how to do that. Next time, we're going to be talking with Dr. Mike Edwards, pastor emeritus of the Heritage Baptist Church in Woodbridge, Virginia. We hope that you'll join us. 